why we're here today to tell you about how amazing Viking Strong Resistance Bands are. They can be found at our website. Now, let's describe them. They are stretchy and they are squishy. They can be used for many different exercises. Yes, Viking Strong Resistance Bands are used to do more challenging squats, arm stretches, and much more. You can stretch them a lot. Please check out Viking Strong Resistance Bands on our website, www.wildernesslaw.us. When being strong isn't enough, be Viking Strong! There you go. Tristan, you want to read your commercial you wrote? It's good. All items at the Indian Mound Farmer's Market are from local sources. It's also a place to meet some really nice and fun people and bond as a community. It's fresh. All the delicious things at the market are items local farmers bring in from this season's harvest. Awesome products like eggs, pickles, they're the only pickles we buy, honey from Jackass Honey Farms, and jellies and jams. It's fun. They have arts and crafts, fashion accessories, and helicopter rides. Yeah, come on out to Liberty Hill, Texas, and check out Indian Mound Ranch Farmer's Market. Welcome to Season 3 of the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yay! Pretty good. Just turn it down. Let's have him playing in the background for the whole podcast. It's illegal. It is? No. It's not? We don't make any money off the podcast. Mm. If we did, it'd be an issue. But we decided against monetization. Because copyrighting. Sure, sure. Because copyrighting. Uh, turn, can one of you turn the fan off? Yes. Da, 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 da. Josie. Yes. Bring us in. Welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast. All right, start over. Don't do it like a cartoon character. Let's go. Welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast featuring Tristan, Marion, Josie, and Lane. Slash Daddy. Thank you, sweet girl. Hey. All right. So, Marion, you had another UIL tryout this morning. How'd that go? Oh, uh, good, pretty good. Talking to the mic. <coughs> um, well, she gave us a paper of pictures, and the pictures were palm tree, butterfly, bike, train. And that's all I can remember. Did she give you any instructions before you all started? What were they? So we're going to write for 20 minutes about as many pictures as you want, but only four students are can be on the team. And how many tried out? Over eight. Mm. Like nine or ten. Yeah. So how do you think you did? Pretty good. What was your what story did you write? Um, Just like a real quick idea of how it goes. It's called Magic Butterfly. Yeah. So the pictures I based it on were the butterfly, the bike, and the train. It's about a Christmas night when a magic butterfly flies through, flew through, through the open window, 
and gets near the ground and turns into a beautiful fairy. Nice. Right. I would have made it that you're trying to transport the tree and trying to save the tree's life, but an evil butterfly comes has to kill the tree. Why don't you... Because that seems more Nobody interesting. Nobody cares. Nope. It just seems more interesting than like a butterfly that turns into a fairy. Why? But that's I, pretty I interesting. I didn't get to finish my story. Yeah, that's just the first bit, the inciting <laughs> incident, screenwriters would yeah, call it. Yeah, but it did... But after the fairy, but after the fairy introduced herself, um, we ran out of time. Oh yeah. Her name was Megan, and it, and the main characters were the fairy and the two twins. The twins' names were Jake, Jake and Catherine. Mm. Jake got a per- Jake. Why would Jake get a purple bike for Christmas? All I want for Christmas is a purple bike. Stop that. I don't want to have to tell you that every week. Uh, he got a train and Catherine got the purple bike. This kid got a whole entire train? A toy train. Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. Alright, Tristan, what'd you do for UIL today? Uh, UIL <laughs> science today and, uh... Did you practice or try out? We, uh, we... It's kind of still tryouts, but... It's kind of weird because it's just like they do two tests... And then we go over our test. And the first one I did really good on because the average was like a 54 and I got a 77. Um, Out of 100? No, it's uh, like if you don't know the answer to the question, then you... Out of 100. Sure it might be out of 100. What's the max, max I don't know. you could make? Nobody made, they got the max. Hmm. How many people made higher than you? Uh, I didn't really, like, look at anybody else's grades, but I just knew I did made better than average. Hmm. Um. And that's average within y'all's group? Mm-hmm. How many of y'all are there? Uh, 12, so. 13, 14, I don't know, there's some. There's a large number, over 10. Who wants to be 100? Or two? Yeah. two. That's why you're not doing UIL math. But, yeah, it, I didn't do very good on this test. Why? There's a lot of stuff I didn't know. Because they, yeah. they go over stuff for the whole entire year. Maybe you should study outside of class. Do you think I'll get at least one UIL team? I don't know, baby. I hope so. That'll be cool. But if not, look at me. If you don't, then we just know we got to practice before next year, right? And you now you have a good idea of how they work, so that'll help with practicing. And next year you'll have different events and stuff too. So, all right, Daddy, cool. Yes. Next year, can I try out for UAL? Yeah. Yay. Definitely. Alright, so today I want to talk about deer blinds. <gasps> you told me about what they do at deer blinds. I know what, Josie, I know what what's a deer, deer blind is. What is a deer blind? I forgot. Josie, look at me. There isn't a wrong answer. I mean, there is, but I'm not going to fault you if you get it wrong. This is, we're just trying to figure, I want y'all to learn about deer blinds. Okay, I know. think what a deer blind is. Does it have to do with a truck? <laughs> or 
Kyle? No, not exactly. Hmm. Think about when we go to like Cabela's or Bass Pro or Field and Stream, and I go to look at the deer blinds. Break it apart, Jojo. All right. What does blind mean? All right, so you're. You can't see. Deal. Put those together. There's a blind deal. I was, was going to say, if she says a blind deer, I'm getting out of this room. <laughs> okay. Marion, what's a deer blind? It's basically like a. Pay t- attention, Josie. It's kind of like a tint, a camo tint in a tree or on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. It's a place to hide from deer. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Hunting camp. Oh, well, it's... Okay. Sort of, I, I still know. say that means a blind deer. Oh. <laughs> well, it, you are trying to make the deer blind to your presence. Right? So you yes. just want a structure that keeps deer from seeing you. Right? And so they're... Are different kinds of blinds. Mary, what do you got? Can it be all orange? Deers can't see that. Uh, it could be. You could make one orange, like hunter orange in theory. I wouldn't. But it, it's not invisible. It's not that it's invisible, but it's just that. Orange, uh, as far as I know, orange just looks like green. Like to deer, orange and green look the same. What does green look like? Green looks like orange, and orange looks like green. So never wear green when you go hunting. But people always wear green when they go hunting. What does the universe mean? But isn't everything green in the forest? So that means everything is orange, and green would be out of place. No, green looks green, and orange looks green. That's what I just said. They look the same. I didn't know that. That just has to do with the spectrum in which they see. There are colors. So, like, in when you look at blue, blue and black. to certain people that would be able to see in a different spectrum, that, like, a there are things inside that blue that could be completely other colors that we're just unable to see. Whoa. Bro. That's, uh, that's just how the light spectrum works. Right. Interesting. Like white light, there's actually like an insane amount of colors inside of white light. So white is actually a color. Yeah. White is all of the colors. What is black? It's none of the colors. <gasps> that's why they're that's why they're opposites. Well, and you don't see black naturally occurring occurring on like, this is black. earth you see the sky and it's black so th- not exactly so this is white uh, this is black this is black mm-hmm. like you're looking through a lens when you look at the night sky first off you see in stars right and those yeah. are different colored lights uh, they look white to us but they're usually not uh, like the sun, those are you know a lot of those are suns, right? And the sun doesn't look white here. Th- those are just far away, so contrasted with the black background, they look white. <coughs> Stop. <coughs> Gross. And 
Um, but yeah, so like it looked like it registers as black to us, and if you were outside of the atmosphere, it would be you would be seeing something that's more like a pure black. But from where we're at, it's actually not a pure black because we're looking through it through the lens of the atmosphere, right? And intervening light, like the moon bouncing around, the sunlight bouncing off the moon, bouncing off of us. Oh, I want to... What do you got? Tell you something. Um. Oh, Josie, let me ask you this. Do, do deer see better in sunlight or moonlight? That's right. Yes. Why in photos dogs' eyes are always glowing, but deer's eyes are always glowing as well? Uh, ours do too. If you take a picture of us at night, uh, uh, eyeballs have like a reflective surface on the back of it. That's how they filter uh, light, and that's how we get visual imaging or informate visual information. Sorry. And uh, same with dogs and uh, cats and anybody that has eyeballs. And uh, the cool thing, so like if you look like deer or like dogs, when you shine a headlight on them, their eyes reflect like what blue, right? And then cats reflect red. And then humans, humans sometimes reflect red. Uh, n- not included. Not about this, but. But it's at school. What? Um, what do you got? At class one day, we voted if we wanted between Judy B. Jones and Captain Underpants. I voted Judy B. Jones, you know that. And I said, Judy, how about Judy B. Jones? And guess what we're reading now after lunch and recess? What? Judy B. Jones. Nice. Are you enjoying it? <laughs> Good. It's called Judy B. Jones Piggy Problems. All right. All right, let's get back to talking about deer blinds. Yay! What different kinds of deer blinds are there? I know Tristan knows most of them. Well, I only know the difference between shape. Well, just start talking about it, and we'll figure it out together. Well, sometimes they look like pyramid-like shapes, but curvy tips. I've seen those at... Academy or okay, so that and like the one that's like a big cube shape, and then the one that's small and like a circle with circle shaped walls, uh, those are all pop up blinds, right? They're portable, Uh, they're lightweight, and they pack down real small, and you can carry them on your back, and so you can move them whenever you want to move them. They're good for uh, public land hunts. Um, there's also some that you can strap to trees and hang out there, right? There are tree blinds, like the one we have in our backyard uh, that me and Tristan shot that doe out of. And I sh- actually shot my uh, that one buck the year, be- year before or two years before out of the same blind, hmm. but it was on a different property. Um, oh, Daddy got in trouble. No? What are you talking about? You shot off somebody else's land. Yeah, no, somebody's still. land where I had permission, goofball. Stop doing that. Oh. That makes more sense. All right. Uh, so, okay, so pop-up blinds, 
And then the classic tr- deer deer blind like that I grew up going to with Opie is called a box blind. And you'll see a lot of times when we're driving down the highway, we'll see guys with big plywood painted green boxes with slits in them. And that's a box blind. It's just it's almost like a semi-permanent thing. Uh, you take it out to your deer lease. You put it aiming at your feeder or... Uh, trail or whatever if you're in a state where you, you're not allowed to feed but you are allowed to put in box blinds and it's set up on the ground you know just slight maybe slightly elevated um but that's more about uh like just getting you know like to where you're not sitting the box isn't sitting in the water if it floods or something uh so well. I one day get to go to that blind that you went with Toby. Uh, no, that doesn't exist anymore. Ah, like blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, like blockbuster video. Can I go <laughs> through the block the blind blind blind? Well, let's talk. Hold on, we have one last type of blind that <laughs> I can think of called a log blind. I would call it a brush blind because it rhymes. Well, that doesn't rhyme. I know. No, it, it's just alliteration. It, that's right. Good. Give five. <laughs> All right. So, what's a brush blind or a log blind, Marion? Is it a deer blind made out of logs? It is. Okay. <gasps> I now let Tristan go in. Rice. Yes. Now let Tristan go into a little more depth on it because he's built one. Oh, is it just so, made out of logs? He's wood? built several. It's where you get a whole bunch of logs and you stack them up in between two uh, standing trees and you'll then kind of like weave a brush that you either cut down or found in between those logs to make a kind of like natural shield against the wind and deer sight. Yeah, and then so you just peek up over it when 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 a deer shows up. Uh, so that one, and generally on those. So let's talk about pros and cons. Okay. What is con? What about mean? artificial uh, tree blinds? Those ones that are like look like trees. That's just a box blind. Oh. Yeah, it's just the different. A, the camouflage it's a is box different. Box blind. Right. That's strapped to a tree. Basically. No, there's these really expensive blinds that basically it is made. You know how they make, uh, like, if you were to make a fake tree as a prop for a movie. They make it like that, but it's big plastic, and it lasts a long time. Or fiberglass, probably. And it lasts a long time. And Which, it's, they cost like $6,000 or something. Oh, my God. How big they are doesn't make sense for to sell in Texas, because trees don't get that big in Texas. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, deer, whatever you put out there, deer's going to get used to. You know, it's going to look weird when it first shows up magically, and they'll get used to it inside of a week. You know, um, what the only thing that's going to make them pay attention to that blind is if you do a bad job of hunting when you're in the blind. That means, so like, if you're being loud, what are the two? Well, you know, let's go three. What are the three main things that will give away the fact that you're there? Movement, sound, and smell. He did them all because he's a jerk. She, you didn't see she had her hand up? I know you know this stuff, Tristan. 
You've been hunting for a long time. You should get kicked off the podcast for that. Yep. Just because you know everything, you should get kicked off. This is for learning times. Jussie, what are you doing? I want you to ask questions. Get involved. You like deer blinds and you like tents and stuff that looks like fake trees. I was going to say shooting, but missing. Yeah, that would definitely do it. That just counts as sound, though. Sound. So let's talk about pros and cons. What's a con? Uh, negatives, like the things that are bad about them. Noob. So what? In gamer talk, it's called a noob. What can what? Let's compare box blind to log blind. What are the pros and cons? Uh, a pro of a brush blind, brush blind, is is that um, it's more natural and not as boxy, and it's a lot easier to take down if you want to move. You, you just pretty much kick it and... Well, you just leave it yeah. and go somewhere else and get the brush from there. Um... What else do you well, think? Well, a con of a brush tree is... I don't really know if this is really a con, but it's just how I imagine it. Um, uh, the... It looks... Why would there naturally just be trees sticking out of two trees? Uh, there's, and when you're in the woods, there's tons of brush that's fallen down, and sometimes it does look like a pile. And a, uh, ideally, a brush, a brush blind looks like a pile of fallen trees. Uh, because it is. Con of brush blinds is they don't get 360 coverage of you. Most of the time, they're only in the front. Yeah, when you're talking about portability, you can build it all the way around. That's just depends on you. But in Texas, we feed you know feed corn generally or bait. Well, this is kind of so it don't make sense to just put it between you and the deer. This is kind of hard for me because I don't know very much about these, mm-hmm. but I can do my best. Well, what about if it rains? Um, then the better one would be the box. Why? Because the material. Because it's got a roof. Yep. Except then, that that makes noise. <laughs> well, it makes noise when you're not in the blind. So they get used to it. And it rains. <gasps> yeah. And now, Tristan, you mentioned portability. Between a log blind and a box blind, which one's more portable? Log blind. What? Log blind. No. Well, the thing about a log blind is that you don't actually have to port anything. You just find the stuff that... Then it's not portable. That's what portable means. If you want a ready-made blind when you go to your next deer lease, you just back your truck up to a box blind, throw it in the back, and drive it to the next spot. How about a punchy, Miriam? You already texted me something really creepy. Okay. Don't make me punch you. All right, children. Chiseling. Pay attention. Now, let's... (laughs) So, between a box blind and a brush blind or a log blind, which one would, would you want, Josie? Log blind. How come? Because um, it's made out of wood. That way it's stiff and it won't fall down easy. Well, they're both made out of wood. Well, box blind could also be made out of fiberglass. But uh, actually the box blind is more sturdy. Because it's a built structure. Like a small house 
or clubhouse. <laughs> Josie looks extremely confused. A log blind is just a pile of sticks. Well, I would like to have both for different reasons. What do you mean? I'd like to have both for different reasons. Like, I would like to have the box one because if it rains, you'll have a roof over you. But I would also like the the log one because it looks more natural. Yeah. So there's different reasons to to like each to like them each. And if you have like a deer lease or a piece of property big enough to hunt on, it's good to have multiple blinds, especially with the wind. So there's really like not a wrong answer to Miss, this. Uh, Miss Leah. No, that's um. We're talking about opinions. So there aren't any wrong answers. Uh, Miss Leah, I can't remember. Whose mom is she? Who's Miss Leah? I don't know. She's one of your mom's friends. Anyways, like on opening day of bow season, she said she couldn't go hunting because the wind was wrong. And uh, which just means she hadn't either hadn't planned for that and hadn't set up multiple blinds or she had not or the proper sometimes the property won't let you set up multiple lines because you blinds because you can't stealthily walk into a blind where the wind would be correct right in that situation how do you get into a tree blind uh we will talk about that right now scary if you want to i was going to talk about pop-up blinds but we can talk about tree blinds so, tree blinds are definitely the most complicated to get into. Most dangerous. Most, they're, they're do you, dangerous. Do you have to climb the tree? Uh, usually there is a ladder involved. What if it's raining? What if it's raining? The ladder would be slippery and you could fall and crack your head open. And well, get, you try not to do that. So, trying, you're trying Josie, if you're climbing into a tree blind and you got your gun or your bow, what... Do you think you carry the bow or the gun up with you? Get on the mic. Quit sitting back. No. How do you get the bow or the gun up to you then to hunt with? Hmm. I'm asking Josie. Just how would you do it? I'm not asking you for the definitely the right answer. I'm just a, if you were to climb in a tree and leave your gun on the ground, how would you get your gun to you? Well, I would probably be hunting with you. Mm-hmm. And you would probably let me go up first. Yeah. And I would let the other person carry it up with them. <laughs> That's smart. I so should we just let Tristan do it because he's expendable? Except, except if, like, I'm carrying it on my back and it fires, who's above me? Yeah. Pew, right in the butt. So, Marion, what do you do? Um. So, I like Josie's for comedy reasons, but it doesn't actually, it is not safe. Maybe use a rope? Boom! It's called a draw line. Yeah, so you have a rope tied up there already. What if you don't have a rope? You, you put a rope, a rope up. What if you don't have one? You go buy one. 
You you always have to have, if you're going to the trade blind, you always have to have a rope. Can well, you make one? You have it when when you put the tree. Pay attention. When you put the blind up, you tie this rope to it and hang hang it all the way to the ground, so that when you get to the blind, because remember when you go to the deer blind in the morning, it's dark. Right? So you don't want to be searching for this thing. You don't want to have to climb up there and hang a new rope. You already have it there waiting on you. And when you're on the ground, you tie your bow or your gun and your pack, all that stuff, to the rope. Then you climb up in the blind. Then you pull then you pull it up to you. Right? That's the safe way to do it. And then Tristan, talking about safety, what else do you do for safety in a tree blind? You have to wear a harness. Mm-hmm. Like seatbelt, but for hunting. It's oh, kind of scary. I know what a harness what, is. You, you may have to sit back in it so you don't accidentally fall out of it and crack your head open. Well, you sit back in it anyway to sleep, usually. But we sleep in the truck when we hunt, right? So what are the pros and cons, do you think, of a tree blind versus a box blind? Um, a tree blind, one of its pros is... Think about concealment from deer. Hmm. It's higher. What is it? Yeah, so? Deer can climb. What's that got to do with anything? Would Would the deer be coming after you? Think about the deer knowing that you're there. There actually are a lot of awesome videos of guys hunting in tree blinds and a black bear coming up the tree to investigate them. What's up? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you have any? Okay, but we're talking about deer. Chelsea, get on the mic. Um. What? Um. It can be more. Um, concealed? What are the three things that can give you away? <gasps> Sound, movement, oh, yeah. and the smell. Okay. So you need a deer pee on you. So does it, being higher up? <gasps> it keeps the sound, the movement, and and the smell away well, from the ground where the deer are Let's go ahead stop. Let's go, you're on the right track. But let's do them one at a time. All right, let's talk about movement. Okay. Okay? If you're moving around, uh, which deer key on human movements because they look different than other... They look different than deer movements, right? They look like a predator to them. So if you're moving around in a box blind... Or a tree blind, which one are they most likely to see you? A uh, box blind. Why? Because it's because it's more eye level for the deer. Ah, perfect. That's a great way of putting it. Um, now, some deer have started to learn to look up, but for the most part, the you are correct. Now, let's talk about sound. If you make a noise... In a box blind or a tree blind, which one would help more to for the deer to not hear you? Tree blinds. 
neither one is the answer. Hmm. They're going to hear you. Noise, that's just how noise works. But smell. Josie, which type of wine do you think would better conceal your smell and why? Box wine. No, and Tristan's going to tell you why. It's because... <coughs> it's because um, when you're higher up, the wind is... The wind. Is stronger up higher? No. No? The wind is not stronger up higher? <laughs> the strength of the wind is not what matters. The direction of the wind... It, the wind is up higher, so it doesn't... Yeah, it's it's almost like the eye level thing. Yeah. yeah. It, like your smell could low. go down, but that's not normal. Like normally it would just blow away whichever way. And when you're in a box blind? It doesn't conceal, conceal your smell as well as it does your movement. Although if you're up there waving around like an idiot, that you probably will get a deer's attention at some point. Um. The thing about box blind is also like you know when you like have something that smells good in the oven and then you open it up and all the smell comes out, but it's like all the smell is trapped inside the box blind. They're not airtight. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. There's huge shooting slits in them. But you can close those. Nah, in some you can, but in most blinds you don't close those. You're a goofball. All right, pop up blinds. What are? Get up on the more. Oh, let's talk about portability on the tree blind versus the box blind. Which one's more portable? Box blind. What, Marion? What's your guess? I got box blind. You think box blind? Josie, what do you think? Say box blind. Box blind. Yeah, definitely the box what blind. What if she had gone tree blind just to be like... Tree blind is a pain in the butt because they're awkward shaped. They generally don't fit in the truck... Uh, easily and let you like break them down with those pins that like to rust and get Do all stupid. Do you remember stupid. when you had to carry that one? J- uh, Jason's? No, no, the one at our old place when we were helping Opie and they yeah, kicked yeah. us out. Yeah, the one me and Opie built. Yeah. yeah, and then you had to carry it all the way. And you, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I almost died. I wasn't there. What did I do with that one? That's the one that's up in our tree. Yeah, that's Jason's. Yeah. You stole it from Jason. Well, no. When he moved to Arizona, oh. he gave it and he ate it. And ain't, oh yeah, because he, he had didn't have that one in Arizona. I remember that. Okay, now let's talk about pop-up blinds. Yay! Which one's more portable between pop-up blinds and uh, tree blinds? Pop-up. What about pop-up blinds and box blinds? Pop-up. 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 Yeah, do you know what it, we mean by a pop-up, Josie? Yes. You know those tents? Like you've seen tents that it comes... I know what it is. Look at me. It comes like in a little circle, and you pull it out of the package and just throw it, and it poofs out into the shape of a tent. Like Daddy's thing that he puts in his window. Yeah, like my uh, sunscreen thing that I put in the window of the truck. You don't know what... Windshield of the truck. I know what the window thing is. It's kind of like that, where it's all packed together. They make tents that work like that, that poof, open. Pop-up blinds work the same way. Like in shows, Josie. Yeah, pop-up blinds work the same way, where you just... And it 
And so it's cool because you can fold it down real small and it's lightweight and you carry it wherever and then move. And then say the wind, let's talk about wind, right? So if you wake up in the morning and you wanted to hunt facing, you know, let's say facing the east, right? Okay, so let's talk wind. That's the most important thing you will ever learn about hunting cervids is wind direction. Do you want your the wind behind you blowing forward or in front of you blowing you in the face? In front of you. What do you think, Josie? Behind. Okay. It's a good guess because that was your only other option. But you Marion's right. You want it blowing in your face because if the deer because the deer are gonna be in front of you, hopefully, right? And you want their smell blowing at you instead of your smell blowing at them. And right? and depending on what type of blind you have, and depending on what type of blind you have, if you have like a pop-up blind, if the wind's coming from behind you, it might like blow your tent away. Uh, we've had that happen. Yeah. Remember, there was a really bad flood, and we found it like. No, we never found. We never found it. Yeah, yeah. that that pop-up blind's gone forever. Oh my on God. the other property, and we yeah we searched everywhere we thought it might be on the property and gone forever. Oh my God! <clears throat> Just found like one of the a pole that was sticking yeah, out. Of that's the mud. one. So that's one negative of uh, pop up blinds is floods take them away forever and ever <laughs> and ever. They never and come back. Ever. The one of the positives of. Pop-up blinds is they're cheap. Yeah. Uh, but what is the and cheapest? Portable. What is the cheapest pop type of blind? No blind. What? Brush blind. Nah, brush blind. Because Why are they have, cheap? Because they're all, all natural. They're free. Mm-hmm. You just, you have to buy we made saw. a brush blind in New Mexico, New Mexico uh, but that's when the turkey disappeared because of the snow. The, the second we got those blind done, snow started. Yeah. The snow just fell on top of them, and they disappeared forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Just like they went tree. into their little snow holes. Like your tree blinds. Yeah. So, Josie, <laughs> if you were going to hunt, after learning all this fancy information, what kind of blind would you want? I would probably say box blind. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Mary? I would... One to tree blinds. What about you? Tree blind. Okay. Uh, there is no wrong answer. Plenty of deer have been killed out of both kinds. All right. I, yeah, I like them all. Uh, they're pretty cool. I uh, For bow hunting, I'm definitely a tree blind guy. Um, and I guess that depends on where I'm at. If I'm in, like, uh, brush country in South Texas, there ain't no trees. So. Respect. Respect. So, like, if uh, on the Laguna Atacosa hunt, in theory, we're going to grab a pop-up blind. Or they might, take are they not going to supply us a blind like some of those hunts? Is that no, the one that I can't go park. to? Mm. Yeah, that's the yeah, one, that's the one that, I'm, that we're unhappy that you can't go to. Yeah. Okay, all right. Any last thoughts? Anything y'all want to talk about? I want to go. I have a funny joke. We need to clean Marion's right here. I think that's makeup from Halloween. I have a really no, funny joke. What do you got, Josie? What did the janitor say when when it jumped out of the closet? What? Supplies. <laughs> nice. Give me five. 
I okay. like it. Anything else? Tristan, you want to add anything about blinds? They're useful, and Marion, stop, or I will cut off all your fingers. <laughs> Why don't you go die in a hole like where you stop. live? Stop. Please say something pertinent to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> blinds are important. You, if you, uh, blinds are uh, blinds are cool. A good asset if you're trying to start out. It's better to start out in a blind than walking around in the woods. I feel so. If you. If you want to try for hunting for the first time and you have a friend that has a blind, ask him if you can go hang out with him in the blind. We mainly, Daddy, when we go hunting around Thanksgiving, are we going to have a blind or just a truck? Truck blind. So for the hunt that you're going, well, I say a hunt, it's not just a hunt. Uh, We're going to hunt there a bunch, hopefully. It's a stakeout. Uh, well, the one you're going on is going to be more like a western style, where we're gonna—it's going to be spot and stalk, where you don't use a blind at all. Oh my no! You, you walk around. I'm you're gonna, gonna have to get, carry your own backpack. I'm hey. gonna get eaten by wolves. Well, coyotes. <laughs> you didn't say no. You just said oh, coyotes. <laughs> you didn't coyotes. disagree. You just disagreed with the animal that she's and uh, uh, water moccasins. You mountain lions too. Bad parenting. You know those Louisiana oh, mountain lions. JC showed me a mountain lion that's in his neighborhood in South Austin. It, uh, one of his neighbors got a picture of it chasing a hog. Cool. Oh, oh yeah, Mr. Uh, Truax, my ag teacher. Yep. Um, he swears that oh, some he has a friend that lives in some like weird place in like oh I forgot, but he swears that. It's like in a really rural area, but he swears that uh, there's mountain lions. Yeah, where? Daddy. I don't remember. Well, we uh, talked about it yesterday. That's a the... useless story. I know. <laughs> Daddy, guess what? In you should try to remember better. Somebody came in, and it was a little kid's pet, but it was a live turkey. Well, there's a lot of domesticated turkeys around here. It was They're very boring. odd. They came like into my kinder class. A teacher and their kid came into the kin- came into my kinder class with Miss Minky. Awesome. And with the live turkey in there. All eyes. right, Josie, sign us out. Found him in the parking lot. Thank you for listening to this Twitter Slap podcast. Keep going. Our Twitter is. Twitter is underscore la. Facebook is The Wilderness Love Podcast. Instagram. Instagram. The Wilderness underscore law. Wilderness Love. What's the website? All right. And please like and subscribe. And uh, what we really need is feedback. We need, I see. According Good to the anal- analytics, I see people uh, downloading the podcast, but I would like to hear, well, just uh, constructive comments, not positive comments necessarily, just stuff that tells us things y'all want to hear about or uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. All right. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Bye.